Hello, happy holidays to everyone and a happy new year. I haven't posted in a while, I know that, and that's mainly because of the holidays. But with 2020 being a complete shit show and us going into a new year, I wanted to share a piece of um, research that I did about two years ago that I really, really enjoyed. And so this piece was all about what I call the female mystery and how the vagina was explained. Be warned, there are mentions of vagina in this. If you don't like the word vagina, you probably shouldn't listen, as I'll be saying that a lot. But moreover, let's go into this, because I loved researching this and I really hope you enjoy it. So without further ado, the female mystery. So the first part of female health that I could find was from around the time of the ancient Greek, maybe a few years forward, but it was the most common idea I could find about female health, which was called the wandering womb. And just as it suggested, a wandering womb. So the idea is that if a woman was ill, rather with the common cold or with something much serious, it was because her womb was walking away from her which I'm not sure how that would work but they really did believe this and so doctors would actually put erotic smells near the vagina in order to lure the woman back in in other words if a woman felt ill they would just put a Yankee candle there please don't put a Yankee candle anywhere near your vagina please don't it is unhygienic and unsafe and can irritate it But this is what doctors believed mainly at the time and I'm not sure how they would knew it worked because a cold can go on for days. But it's quite a fun thing to imagine. But again, in female health terms, not that good. And it doesn't actually get much better. So though we walk away from the wandering womb idea, the next thing into the Middle Ages was actually they believed that if a woman got a cold or anything more serious, it was because of a demon. So rather anything biological, it was because a demon had possessed the woman. And so actually, when a woman got ill, they got an exorcism instead of a doctor. Which again, is quite bad. Because nothing biological again is talked about, and again, even just a cold, it can go on for days. It's clear to see why many women didn't survive during those times but this all again links to one of the famous examples of woman health and one of the most common examples of female hysteria so female hysteria what was first seen as hysteria was developed in the 16th and 17th century but instead of psychological hysteria was believed to be a problem regarding the uterus more specifically a lack of sperm in the uterus. So sperm was seen to have a healing quality, and so having sex with people with sperm so they could ejaculate inside of a female uterus, it was seen as a cure. But you can see how this leads to the idea of the wandering womb and the uterus, like that is linked to the woman, which again can be talked about how society actually views a woman and either just not as a sex object or just the uterus kind of thing or just the vagina. So, yeah, society has not always had a good idea on women. But going into most common idea of female hysteria in the 18th and early 19th century, 
hysteria was a psychological issue. And apparently, they believed that females did ha- didn't have to stress about anything. So when a woman showed signs of hysteria, which can be related to stress or maybe just wanting to get a little bit frisky, they were sent away. And the most common cure, and the one that was practiced most for hysteria, was female masturbation. And actually, this is where sex toys originate from. The first sex toy was a clitoris vibrator found in a psych ward. But yeah, these clitoral vibrators would be used on women to make an orgasm over and over again and help cure hysteria. So, which is very, very weird in a way. And it really shows how society have viewed women over the time, not knowing what their health was, not knowing biologically what they needed. And instead, if a woman was ill, it was rather the womb had gone wandering off there was a lack of semen in her, or it was a demon. I'm not sure about men's health, as I did not register that, so I could not actually compare it. But just looking at the female side of the health throughout the years, it's not got much better. And so, honestly, the one thing to take away with that is that if you feel ill, wave a scented candle around your vagina, because your womb might be wanting to party... Or go see a priest because you might be possessed. And also, if you're a female and you're stressed out, it's probably hysteria. But yeah, but even in nowadays society, female health hasn't got much better. For example, if a woman wants a tubes tried or a hysterectomy, for only reason that the woman wants, a man has to be present there. Whether it's a boyfriend or a husband or a partner someone's got to be there weirdly enough even if you are married and you have a ton of kids there still needs to be a man there to make sure you that you do want to get your tubes tried again with abortion abortion is still being argued over and over again when it's a woman's right to get an abortion yeah these human rights are still being talked about and still like i said in society women are still seen as just vagina objects sex cells kind of thing but looking at women health i'm not surprised how society has not come this far i mean it was only in like what the early 19th century we were talking about female masturbation because women can't get stressed and yet here we are talking about the rights of a woman i may go into that more maybe uh next podcast maybe in the future maybe go into about the argument of abortion i should warn you though if i do do that i am a hard pro-choice person so i if you're pro-life you may not enjoy it but that is actually it so remember candles exorcism and female masturbation is the cure for everything Thank you so much for listening. Please follow my blog and this podcast and I will try to upload every few weeks or so. So please look out for the next episode. If you want me to answer any questions on this podcast, then please email me at awarewolfblog at gmail.com and I will try to answer as many as possible. Remember, be aware, stay aware and spread awareness. The Awarewolf Podcast.